Let's bring today's show in from the cold. It's getting colder by the second. What do I need most of all? And brace yourself for a bombshell. There's a bigger story, much bigger than this. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Tuesday, September 14th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. After years of Idris Elba openly campaigning for his troubled detective character John Luther to graduate to the big screen, he's gotten his wish. Eh, kind of. Netflix announced plans for a feature film based on the BBC drama series Luther to be written by creator Neil Cross. Elba is set to star alongside franchise newcomers Cynthia Erivo and Andy Serkis. There's no word yet on the possible presence of Ruth Wilson's Alice Morgan, the serial killer and romantic interest who has often served as the mouse to Luther's cat. Hold on to your Pazuzu. Days of Our Lives is bringing back its memorable possession storyline this fall. Details were wickedly limited, but NBC's statement recalled the original story that started in 1994 when Stefano Demera began hypnotizing Marlena Evans as his Queen of the Night. But instead of falling in love with him, it left her open to demonic possession. In one of the most memorable moments in daytime and American pop culture history, Marlena levitated at one point before nearly dying from the possession and exorcism. The NBC statement goes on to say, quote, When Days of Our Lives revisits the storyline this fall, fans can look forward to twists and turns you'd never expect, as well as familiar faces returning to save the day. Or not. This time around, the devil knows no bounds, and no one in Salem is safe. In an update about his health, Oscar winner Jeff Bridges has announced that his cancer is in remission. The Big Lebowski actor revealed in October 2020 that he had been diagnosed with lymphoma. In a post to his website, Bridges said, quote, The 9-inch by 12-inch mass has shrunk down to the size of a marble. He also detailed his recovery from COVID-19, which he contracted in March, saying, quote, COVID kicked my ass pretty good, but I'm double vaccinated and feeling much better now. And we love to hear it. For more on those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head on over to EW.com. All right, let's take the court with today's number three pick, the new HBO docuseries Level Playing Field, a four-part look at the intersection between sports, activism, and public policy. The series examines a range of stories illustrating inequities in the sports landscape and society at large. The first episode, airing tonight, focuses on midnight basketball. The innovative program started in Maryland in 1986. The intention was to provide a haven for at-risk youths and help curb rising crime rates in the area. And the successful endeavor was embraced by both President George H.W. Bush and President Bill Clinton. Yet the program still became the focus of partisan debate riddled with racial stereotypes. Stereotypes that still linger to this day. Here's a preview. All these messy issues have always been present in sports. American people are demanding action to stop violent crime. 
The Midnight Basketball League is not about playing basketball. It's about the war against drug and alcohol abuse. President Clinton told me, I love this program. We need to do this program across the country. I'd a lot rather have somebody shooting hoops and shooting bullets. Don't ask the taxpayers to pay for Midnight Basketball. This is not a crime bill. This is a welfare bill. These programs were seen as wasteful. Our children don't need Midnight Basketball. Politics is an interesting business. I don't claim to understand it. And that is just the beginning, featuring stories and insights from the likes of U.S. Senator Cory Booker, the WNBA's Elizabeth Williams, and sports journalist Jamel Hill, among others. This is a dynamic look at how sports and politics have always overlapped in America. Level Playing Field makes its debut tonight at 8 on HBO. Now, let's get our affairs in order for our number two pick, Impeachment American Crime Story. The FX series retelling of the Clinton-Lewinsky scandal picks up this week with Monica in the midst of her affair with President Bill Clinton. She'll soon reveal to her friend Linda Tripp that she's involved with the most powerful man in the world, which, of course, is not going to end well for Monica. Meanwhile, Paula Jones tries to bring her story to the public with help from self-styled spokeswoman Susan Carpenter-McMillan, played by Judith Light, because this show spares no expense when it comes to casting. Here's a preview. The president kissed me. Monica, how long has this been going on? Huh? We had an affair, it's over. This sounds like it is absolutely not over. They want to believe you. We just need to help them along. She was thinking maybe I could do some TV appearances. I would not advise going on TV. There's a bigger story, much bigger than this. I think we all know where this is headed, but you may not be prepared for how it's going to unfold. You can catch Impeachment American Crime Story tonight at 10 on FX. Trivia time! Judith Light won her only two Emmy Awards in back-to-back years for her performance on what series? One Life to Live, Law & Order SVU, or Transparent? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to Watch will be right back. Hey everyone, I'm Sid Evans, Editor-in-Chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce Season 5 of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. We've got a truly fantastic What You Watching segment for you today as we welcome EW Digital News writer Lauren Huff to tell us all about the show she's been loving to death lately. Hey, Lauren, how's it going? Hey, Jared, I'm doing well. How about yourself? Great, thank you. The show that you are going to tell us about today is one that I know many people here at EW love. So tell us what you're watching. 
Yes, I am watching the third season of What We Do in the Shadows, which, as you pointed out, many members of our staff are very much so in love with. I was a big fan of the movie before the the show came out, mm-hmm. so I've just I've been so on board ever since they they started the show. I, I love it so much. Okay, so tell everyone if they've perhaps watched the movie and not the show, or maybe not watched any of it. Kind of the general premise and where the show picks up in comparison to uh, the movie. Yeah, so the basic gist is the same for the show and the movie. It just follows different vampires, if you will. Um, But but basically both are sort of mockumentaries, if you will, sort of making fun of that. (laughs) Or maybe not making fun of, but but satirizing that sort of Mm -hmm. genre of of film or or show. And so it basically follows um, a group of, of vampires, and they are quite ridiculous. And they they always have some sort of like what they call a familiar, which is a human that sort of helps with the everyday things that they need to be doing in this this modern world. So yeah, that's basically both what the film and the show cover. Um, season three sort of picks up right where season two left off. And at this point, I think we'll give a spoiler alert because I, I want you to talk a little bit about where <laughs> things are going in season three, because there was kind of a big, do we call it a twist in terms of uh, one of the characters? Uh... Oh, oh, are you talking about Guillermo? Is that what you're talking about? Guillermo. Oh, mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him being uh, descended from a long line of Van Helsing vampire hunters. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of switched up the dynamic a bit, I think, safe to say. Yes, yeah. And then that's sort of right where season three picks up is, is right after that whole revelation and him, like, killing, like... <laughs> I think 70% of, of the vampires in the, the New York area or something to that effect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, so we see sort of the ramifications of, of that. And of course he still wants to be turned into a vampire in this season. Don't know yeah. if he's ever going to get that, but that is still his uh, number one goal. Tell everyone about this cast, because there are a lot of people here who I think would be familiar to people from, you know, other things they've been in. Yeah, yeah. This cast is great. You know, we've got everybody back again for season three. You've got Kevin Novak, who plays Nandor the Relentless, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Berry, Natasha Dimitriou, Harvey Gillen, and Mark Proksh. I don't know if I'm saying that name correctly, but he plays <laughs> Colin Robinson, our favorite uh, energy vampire. And they are all back. And of course, one thing that I love about this show is that they've had really great guest stars. Um, So they brought Kristen Shaw back for this season um, as the like vampiric council envoy. And she's just, (laughs) she's so great. I love her so much. Yes, love her. But in terms of this show in general, what do you love so much about it? You know, I just, I love the like unabashed goofiness of it all. It's just (laughs) like, it's Mm -hmm. so ridiculous. um, And it just like leans into that and it never really stops. It's just, there's just something inherently hilarious about watching these people (laughs) play these goofy vampires. Like, cause I mean, Mm -hmm. we're so used to seeing vampires as like, you know, sometimes the villain or like these mm-hmm. creepy characters or whatever. And mm-hmm. that is not this. It's it's just completely ridiculous. So it sort of like makes yeah. fun of vampires at the same time as just sort of loving on them. Um, so mm-hmm. for me, that's that's the big draw. And I just think their hijinks are hilarious. Yes, they have a heart, too. They have emotions and they just want to be loved, too, I suppose. Yeah. And they really are sort of like this weird <laughs> very strange family in a way. And like, yeah. even though they all kind of like hate on Colin Robinson, but yet nobody's <laughs> kicked him out yet, you know? So mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. I think they do really love each other and then they're yeah. weird, weird ways. Yeah. Don't we all 
feels <laughs> close to home sometimes. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, if you want to catch up on what we do in the shadows, all three seasons, season three is currently on. Uh, you can stream those on Hulu. Thanks a lot, Lauren. Thanks, Jared. And now let's thaw out today's number one pick, You versus Wild, Out Cold. Bear Grylls is back in Netflix's latest interactive movie, this time finding himself stranded in the icy mountains following a plane crash and with amnesia to boot. He'll need your help to save himself and the pilot from the harsh winter elements, as well as huge rock walls, freezing dark tunnels, and creepy wildlife. Your choices will determine whether or not Bear finds his friend and makes it to safety, or you can simply amuse yourself making the wrong choices. Either way, it's survivalist fun for the whole family. Here's a preview. My head. I don't recognize myself. I'm not gonna survive long out here if I don't find water and food and shelter. I'm gonna need your help here. Hungry, thirsty, it's getting colder by the second. What do I need most of all? I'm running out of energy. Shelter, that's gonna be a good idea. I can remember being in a crash. What's happened to the pilot? Hello, can you hear me? Bear, I need your help. I'm on the other side of the mountain. I'm afraid the plane is gonna go over the edge. Just hold tight. We're gonna find you. You know, this kind of sounds like the most intense version of Dora the Explorer you've ever seen. You can stream You vs. Wild Out Cold on Netflix now. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Judith Light won her only two Emmy Awards in back-to-back years for her performance on what series? One Life to Live, Law & Order SVU, or Transparent? The answer may surprise you. It's One Life to Live. Light won Daytime Emmys for Outstanding Lead Actress in a Drama in 1980 and 1981 for her performance as Karen Wolleck on the ABC soap opera. Those remain her only Emmys to date, if you can believe it. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written by Tyler Aquilina. Edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Crockmall and Carly Usden.